Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 98 of Be With Me. I'm going to title this, Your Invisible Real Need. Because Jesus has this interaction with this man that's got this visible, perceived need, that is his paralysis, and he goes a different direction. He goes to an invisible, real need, which was his sin. Here's the story. We admired his four friends, his four faithful friends, who were roof-removing caliber friends, drag him to a town that wasn't his own. They get to Capernaum, and when they could not get near him, this is from Mark chapter 2, because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven, not his paralysis. Your sins are forgiven. And then this is where the crazy part, they can't believe that. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Great statement here. Who can forgive sins but God alone? True. Verse 8, And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they were questioning within themselves, he said to them, Why do you question things in your hearts? Which is easier, another great question, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, something that's invisible, or say, something that's visible, rise, take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, wait for it, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before him all so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this. So what Jesus does is this man has an invisible real need. That is, he's a sinner, just like you and me. It's it's offensive. Versus this very visible secondary need, which is paralysis. And uh, to say that that there is even a sin, that there an offense exists, that I'm not okay, that I'm in debt, that I'm in God's debt. This is like the elephant in the room that we talked about. And who can fix this? Who can poof this problem away other than God alone? Now, we would like, because if we, we get a light bulb about our sin, we because of its offense to, to us even sometimes, We want to work it off. We want it there to be effort and eons of time and earning. And so that's our temptation. And so even the way that God poofs this away is kind of uh, uh, offensive. So Jesus asks the great question from in verse 9, which is easier, which is I can address your a visible problem. Now, let's not underestimate the, the spinal cord. I went to Body Works one time, and they described the human neurological system as the most complex known system in the universe versus an invisible problem, which is a universal problem, sin that is, and within that says that there's a standard that God has made and that the offense is to God and that this is obviously a huge problem and only someone with tremendous authority, that is authorship, capital A, author, could could have the authority to fix this, to, to even speak for God saying, okay, you, your offense against me is now... Uh, is now fixed. Imagine if I would say, oh, that's okay, God forgives you. Like, I don't have any authority to, to, to say that. 
And then the question is, what is your reign? Is it over visible stuff, paralysis, or is it over uh, uh, invisible stuff, such as sin? And then Jesus does this miracle uh, so that by fixing a visible problem, a significant one, by the way, paralysis, that we would know that he has authority on the earth, here and now, to fix our invisible problem, which is sin. So Jesus fixes this guy's paralysis. He heals his neurons. He hears his brain injury or spinal cord injuries, his proprioceptors. He fixes his muscles, and immediately he rose and walks, and walks through them, which is cool. All right. So the the concluding things are the the two big questions in life is what will you do about your sin and what will you do about your death? And Jesus answers the first of those here today. It's something we should think about a lot. It's something that is unpalatable in that there is a standard. There are offenses. And then the real one that's nasty is I am the offender and I have offended. Who is the offendee? It's God himself along with others as well, but the main one is the offendee is God. So the problem is there's this invisible world of offense that's impossible to fix. Only God could manage it. Only God has the authority. So how do I access this? How do I access the the poof, make this go away? What do I do? Well, first of all, we sit with our sin. We consider it and we loathe it and we remember it. And then we're sorry for it. It's like, ah, I rend my heart. I mourn. I weep. I am struck by my sin. And I have this gut thing that I want to break off and turn away from my sin. So how do I do that? So that's the rep- that's kind of the repentance part. How do I do that? Well, the Bible talks about it in so many different ways, uses different words. First of all, he says, come to the Lord. Only Where else are you going to go? And then drink, fall on the stone, fall on him in faith, receive him, believe him, follow and agree in all these things. Sin is bad. I am the sinner. I am the, God is the offendee and confess and just call on his name. I hope that's you today. It's the critical work of repentance. It's invisible, but it's the most important thing in the world. Thank you for listening.